I want to share with you a book that I've been reading that has changed my life, and I'm not even done with it yet. It's one of the most popular books that has ever been written. And the author is Viktor Frankl, and the book is called Man's Search for Meaning. And what is this about? Well, the author was a prisoner at the concentration camp in Auschwitz during World War II, which was occupied by Nazi Germany. And he gives details about his life and what it was like to be a prisoner there. And a lot of things that I had no idea that was going on. And it really puts in perspective what that person was going through or those people were going through. And then in comparison to my own life or your life. That's the genius about this book. And it's a lot of things that I didn't know that was going on there. Like one of them, when they were first got to Auschwitz, they had no idea what it was about at first. They knew, obviously, they're in a concentration camp. But as you were getting off the bus, you go into, a, a, you know, men go into one line and women go into the other line. And then the prison guards, they come over to the men and they tell you to either go left or you go right. Now, they had no idea what that was going to be at first. For Viktor Frankl, he was told to go right. And then what happened, what he realized was it was the people that were fit that could actually go and do work. And the people that look sick or look weak, they went left. And after a day or two, Viktor Frankl, as he was working, saw a prisoner guard and started talking to the guards, started talking to him. And he asked, you know, where are those people, the people that you went to the left? He goes, oh, they're right over there. And he points to a chimney with smoke coming out of it. And right there, they, he knew exactly, they all knew exactly what was going on. And then the prison guard said, they're going to heaven, don't worry about it. They were in those gas chambers. And they were burnt, their bodies, and then they're up in smoke. And that's the kind of life. And then he talked about how while he was working, how they got paid there. They did get paid. They got paid in cigarettes. You do a day's job or a day's work or whatever it would be. And you'd be lucky you get six cigarettes. And then you could have two options. You could either smoke those cigarettes or you could cash them in for soup. And some of these people, they didn't eat for days upon days upon days. You saw the pictures of them. You saw how fragile they looked, how skinny they looked, how malnutrition they looked. And they would cash those cigarettes in for the soup. But then what he said is, Viktor Frankl, that some people were done. Some people couldn't live anymore. Some people knew that their death was imminent. So instead of cashing those cigarettes in, they gave up on life. And you could see them smoking it. And anybody that was smoking their own cigarettes, they knew that they gave up and they were going to die. And that's exactly what happened. Died from hunger, malnutrition, disease, sickness, whatever it may be. Now, the reason why I bring up this book is because think about those lives and then think about your own. They didn't have a choice. They were told what to do, when to do it. And at any single given moment, they were going to be told, go left. And that was the end of their life. They lived in fear, constant fear for years upon years. Having been told what exactly to do every single day, they didn't even realize, forget about not even if they were going to eat, were they going to live? But see, we have a choice. You have a choice. You can change your life today. So if you're sitting there thinking that you're overweight right now, like that, you can change that. It's up to you. 
instead of eating all the carbohydrates, instead of eating all the bad food, whatever it may be, you can go to the store today and start eating fruits and vegetables if that's what you wanted to do. Instead of procrastinating every single day and putting it off. If you don't like your job, which so many of us do, they, we hate our jobs, but they'll go back, you'll go back every single day down in the dumps, upset. Why me? Why do I have my friends over there that are making thousands upon thousands of dollars and I'm suffering? I can't pay my bills. Well, it's simple. You have two things in life right now. You could have reasons or results. And the reasons, they don't get you anywhere. We know that. It's results. What are you doing about having results? Are you living every single day to your best capacity? Think about that. Are you committed to being mediocre or are you committed to greatness? I mean, that's the questions that you have to start asking yourself, right? You have to start being honest with yourself because life, you know, newsflash here. You're on your way to dying. So the amount of time that you have here, you better start living. Because each day that you wake up, you're getting closer and closer to death. It's just reality. We all are going through it. But the people that are loving life, the people that are happy in life, are the people that don't want to live life as being mediocre. So that's why I ask you, are you giving everything into a mediocre life or are you giving everything into greatness? Are you just going about life every single day, giving 60 to 70%, putting things off, don't worry about it, in time it'll come, I'm, I'll get there tomorrow, I'll put my diet off then, I'll put my new resume, I, gotta, I know I need to make this resume, I know I need a new one, but I'm not going to do it today because tonight, tonight we're going drinking. Then Saturday, you're hungover, so you don't do it then. And then Sunday, who wants to do anything? Sunday's relax day, right? Sunday's relax day. But the people that are great, the people that are living in greatness, Saturdays and Sundays aren't relax days. Those are the days they put the work in. And you can't just give 100%, no. Not 100%. 100% is what they tell you to do. See, I like to give 120%. When I was studying for that bar exam, I knew. I knew that it was going to take a lot of me. Every single last thing and more to pass that exam. You know, when I graduated high school, there was, I believe, 328 graduating students in my senior class. Which is not even a lot. 328. I think I was ranked 268. That's right. 268. And it wasn't because I was stupid. It was because I didn't apply myself. It was because I was going through high school when you talk about academics, right? In academics, I was giving maybe 50, maybe that's actually a lot, maybe 20, 30% in academics. But you know what I was striving, what I was thriving in? Hanging out, hooking up with chicks, right? Oh, I was given 130%. I, I knew. I, first of all, I knew I wasn't the best looking guy, but you know what I had? I had to talk, the gift of gab, right? And I gave 120% there. So you sit down with me. I take a girl to the diner like this. I'll have them, right? You just have to be a little bit interested in me with the, you know, with the looks. Oh, and once we start talking, I got you. I got you. And I put all my time into that, but nothing into academics. So when it came time, 
When I found out that I was having a kid, right? Now my whole world is starting to collapse on me. I'm making $100 a day as a landscaper. How am I going to support a kid, a family with $100 a day working for somebody else as a landscaper? No health benefits, no anything. So I knew I had to do something. So when I went into law school, I also then, reality started hitting me in the face. I didn't know how to write anything. I didn't know how to write sentences, where semicolons go. I didn't know how to talk the talk at all. And I made a decision there to change my life. So when I know, when I have to really put things to it, it's not 80% that's going to cut it. It's not 100%. It's 120%. I knew when I was studying, whatever books that they were giving me and the things that they were giving me when I was studying over at Hofstra University, that wasn't enough. I had to create new things. I knew at around 10, 11 o'clock at night that I had to go with my flashcards around the campus and memorize every single flashcard. I knew I had to give that extra 20% over the 100 so I can pass. So what I'm trying to tell you is, what are you doing in life? Are you sitting there just feeling sorry for yourself? You're just moping around? Oh, I can't do this or I can't do that? Or are you going to make a decision? And you're going to say, I'm changing my life today. So here's the thing, too. It's time for you to start knowing what you don't know. Right? It's time for you to start knowing what you don't know. So if you're, say, in real estate, you better start knowing every single thing about real estate. Even if you're working at, say, Home Depot and you love your job at Home Depot, well, you know what? You better know where every single thing is, how much they are, and where it's at. Because if you want to move up in the ladder, that's the way you're going to do it. But if not, you just want to go in there, and when you see customers down aisle 8, you bolt to over to aisle 12 so nobody can talk to you. And you know what's going to happen? You just... Time will just keep going by. You're not going to get that raise. You're not going to move up in the corporate ladder or say Home Depot. It's not going to happen. And But here's the other thing. If you are that person and you're in Home Depot, what are you doing there? You're obviously not happy. You're obviously living life at 60 to 70%. So it's time to start knowing what you don't know. Read the books. Go to the seminars. You want to start a podcast? Start learning what other podcasters are doing to make it successful. It's the truth. You want to get into advertising? What is it going to take? You got to immerse yourself into that and stop feeling sorry for yourself. See, human beings, human beings are much different than animals. Let's take, for instance, a dog. You start feeding that dog all the table food, all the scraps. Next thing you know, the dog is obese. It's not going to sit there and turn around one day and say, hey, listen, enough is enough. I'm going on a diet starting tomorrow. All right? Stop buying all this crap. Stop putting all this food down at the floor. I'm not eating it anymore. I got to lose some weight here. No. They'll eat themselves to oblivion. And then what's going to happen? Disease is going to strike. You ever notice, right? Do you ever hear... That these animals in the wild, do you ever hear that they were dying of cancer? No. But our dogs and our cats are dying of cancer. Why? Because we're feeding them table food. Man-made food. Even their dog food is man-made. So I don't feed my dogs any of those puppy chow or whatever it is, alpo or whatever that crap is. No, 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 no. They get the best. These dogs are like my sons. So I give them real meat, chopped meat, chicken on the bone. 
that they can eat. They, their teeth go right through it. None of this man-made food, because that's how cancer gets built. But again, they don't have the choice. You do. Men and women, we have, human beings have that choice to change their life, to change their diet immediately. And let me tell you something, without having a health plan, it's nothing. Because God forbid one day you find out that there is something wrong, everything will change. And the reason why, again, I bring up that book is to compare your life, what you have today. You have the ability to have a choice. Have you thanked God for that? Have you shown gratitude with that? Because if you are feeling down, ask God for help. He'll never let you down, ever. Okay? If you're sitting there and you think you can't get through the day, ask God for help. But remember something. God will be there. But when you ask him for something, you got to make sure that you have gratitude to begin with. It's very important to every day be thankful for what you have because you know what you could be? You could be like Viktor Frankl in that concentration camp. You could be like these people that are starving in, say, Iran, Iraq, and these third world countries and Cambodia with nothing. You have the ability. Make today the day that you're going to change your life.